I'm all rocking. <laughs> awesome. How are we doing, Fanilla? <laughs> I'm great, thanks. And you? Great stuff. I'm great. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I wanted to start off one wee thing. I was at Sportsmind 2017, okay, mm-hmm. and seeing you doing speaking at it. How did that all come about? Um, I guess um, I had seen an advertisement on the on Instagram, um, and I guess um, it's something that I've been quite passionate about. You know, like the link between mental illness, um, mental health, and, and fitness, and, and the role of fitness in in, in, in you know in, in working with the, the mind and um, mood, um, because it's my own, because of how it's a, uh, helped me personally. Yeah. Um, over the years, uh, since a very young age, actually. And so um, I contacted Eva, who was organising it, and um, asked her if, if I could contribute. Um, and I was obviously delighted when I could, because as I said, it's it's, it's something that I feel very strong and it's something very passionate about. Um, now, whenever you talk about obviously mental health. Is it's a biggie now? It's a uh, it's really everywhere at the moment. Absolutely. Um, one thing I want to ask: What do you think about social media, okay. along with mental health? Well, I suppose that's a whole kind of worms, isn't it? So mm-hmm. um, there's a variety of, of, of um, issues associated with social media. Um, you know, from addiction to you know, like looking at things and how they affect body image. Um, I mean, I think it is quite destructive to society. And, you know, like you can say there are benefits, obviously, of social media. Um, and, and people will argue those, you know, in terms of marketing and, you know, reaching out to a bigger population. But um, I think use of social media, especially for younger generations, in fact, any age, is probably not very healthy. Not, not probably, it's 100% not healthy mm-hmm. for people, you know. Because, I mean, the addictive nature of it is there. Um, and you know the, the comparisons to, it's just like I said to people you know in the past even from a female and males you're looking at body image and in the past let's say we were looking at I mean, years and years ago you look at magazines of models and you know these beautiful people and people who have this great life movie stars and everything and you aspire towards them and you're inspired by them and everything else but now what we see I guess is it, 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 we, a perception of, of, of people's lives and again you're only really seeing the good part most of the time um, but they're, they're, they're people who let's say might have something that we want or you know have a body that we want or a physique that we want or you know a boyfriend that we want or a girlfriend or house or whatever else it is but there are people that let's say we're seen every day mm-hmm. there are people that are around the corner they're not people who are off in LA yes you know so that, again you can and again like the, it's it's all about perception as well. It's not the real world, and you know I've said it many times. And on social media itself, I mean, like I said, I, I use social media, but I've learned to to use it in in a way that doesn't affect me. You know, um, no, I'm not perfect either. Um, but I suppose this is one thing that really always stands out to me when I'm looking at social media and the impact of it is in an eight. And it's a debate I did actually for I think it was Mental Health Ireland or something a few years ago. In an age of communication. Mankind has never felt so alone. Yes, yes. And it's such a potent uh, quote, you know, I mean, especially nowadays because, you know, I would say it myself, you know, people like, oh, you know, you're so popular with all these followers. And like, and, and yet, I suppose recently, you know, especially the, the, the issues I've had over the last few months, like loneliness and isolation was such a big part of it, you know. And they, I talked to people and they, they couldn't even conceptualize how yeah. we, that, that side of things, you know, no family, no friends, and you know, just in the real world. Mm-hmm. 
But that's amazing because you think about it, as you, you're talking about followers, you've these thousands and thousands and yeah. you were feeling alone. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing, it's not real. Yes, you know? perception. And that's why I suppose from my own personal personal social media account, I do try to give, I suppose, a balanced, uh, you know, a, a balanced review effectively. Or like, you know, like I don't, I try not to say, oh, everything's going great, like having a great time, you know. Like I've had my struggles with, with a variety of, of uh, men's illnesses, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm very open about talking about those. Yes. Um, because I think that that's that's important in terms of the, if you look at social media, the, one of the benefits of it is being able to help a wide reach of people, and and that is, has always been my goal with the account. Um, whether it's let's say a fitness, um, or at the moment, I suppose you know something that I feel really really strongly about is is being able to help people who are out there suffering with the mind, you know, with those thoughts, you know, like and, and an understanding of those thoughts. And, I suppose rather, rather than saying it's anorexia or rather say it's depression or it's anxiety at the end of the day they're all thoughts it's like you know I say with anorexia or, or bulimia or, or, or body image disorders you know like it's some, if, if you don't um, if you don't have those afflictions you, you can't understand that you know like someone who is, is, is anorexic they don't, it's not as if they're pretending that they're seeing a fat person in the mirror or it's not as if they're seeing a different image and they want to be experiencing that or they're pretending you know they're they're consumed by those thoughts and mm-hmm. I suppose the understanding around that is, is very poor you know mm-hmm. if you look at because the important thing for psychiatric illnesses is also in terms of recovery is support mm-hmm. and if the family don't understand that kind of things that can be very destructive versus I'll just snap out of it like you know if someone's depressed it's oh Jesus would you not just cop on like you have a great life you know that's what I mean because again I've been there I've been in that black hole and it's like I don't want to be feeling like this I don't want to be walking around like feeling like you know I'm you know yes I don't want to be walking around anxious all the time (laughs) oh god I have to meet this person who I've known for 20 years oh god I'm so anxious like you know and I think that's that's something that I feel really strongly about saying that <laughs> but just like you know I'd love to like raise awareness of that and again we were supposed to topic of conversation initially was we were talking about the social media side of things but I suppose again the balanced approach and um, you know I don't say I'm having a great day every day if I'm you know if a session went shit then I'll say went shit yes sure fuck it like just be honest no no go for it, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> it's a word that's perfect um, but I suppose like in terms of like the topic of the you know we're talking about fitness and mental health too you know what I've learned over the years um, is that's been my go to you know um, I've used the, the fitness side of things not only from a physical perspective and if you look at the biochemistry and the neurochemistry and you know how, it's, how that affects endorphins and and dopamine and brain chemicals and the rewards as uh, the feeling that you get. But equally, if you look at the thought process that goes on during a training session, you know, <laughs> like in terms of let's say your thoughts will say your 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 mind will say, oh god, like you know you it's time to stop, you know you're tired, or your mind might say, oh you don't need to go to the gym, you went this morning. It's no different than let's say um, any other psychiatric illness whereby you have you have thoughts in your brain, but if, if you're in the gym, you know, and what makes an athlete or someone perform really well is you get skilled at recognizing those thoughts and knowing, hey, that's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I know my body can keep going. You're not your thoughts. So, 
you know what, I can overcome that, and fuck it, I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep pushing. You know, so those skills and behaviors, right, those, those, you know, they're all coping, I suppose, things that you learn over the years to say, and that's one that I would use a lot is, you know, in the training, say for example, you run up a hill, and, you know, like every part of your muscle is aching, it's all just, you know, like I'll just stop, like, you know, I've done enough, like, you know, um, you know, you trained yesterday, so you don't need to, or, that's grand, you know, but, get skilled at singing. Well, you know, like, I said I was going to finish the hill and uh -huh. I'm going to make it and, you know, push, push, push. And then the, what the feeling is afterwards yes. when you take control of your thoughts and you beat them. You know, it's the same thing with any other, you know, psychiatric. Mm -hmm. here's, a, here's a wee question. Um, do you think today there's too much push on... 100% positivity all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because nobody's ever 100% positive. Like, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Like, mm -hmm. And you have to also look, it's like, you know, we're talking about mental illness as well, and we have to look at the continuum of moods as well. So, you know, like, it's normal to feel sad if there's something that happens in your family. Like, if, say, say someone passes away, or, you know, there's, there's your relationship breaks up, it's normal to be a bit sad. Mm -hmm. um, if you have to give a talk in public and you're not used to doing that, it's normal to be a bit anxious and nervous. Um, but I suppose you're looking at where does it go from, let's say, being a bit sad for a few few days and crying for a few days because someone passed away that's close, mm -hmm. to depression, you know, um, depression and then suicidal ideation. And that's a long continuum of, uh, you know, it can take some people a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. But again, you're looking at the input as well of, the, the traumas that one might have experienced in the past so let's say the, the speed with which one gets from one to another and again genetic susceptibility to those illnesses is another advantage yes of course um, like, uh, personally anyways I tend to go from zero to 100 real quick like, <laughs> <laughs> to quote Drake <laughs> I can tell that already actually you know, I can tell that already uh, yes and again that's something I suppose from you know being, being honest and open is something that I hadn't really dealt with in the past and just recently I suppose I had no other option but to mm -hmm. you know um, using a variety of things to to block any memories from a quite traumatic childhood um, but again that comes into I suppose you know being able to get help and people not knowing like I mean I didn't wasn't aware of any I didn't wasn't aware of what was going why I was doing things you yes. know I wasn't aware of why I was feeling bad, like, and everyone would say, why are you feeling low? Like, I mean, they would look at me and say all this, and this is success that I've achieved, and I'm a hard worker, and I keep pushing and pushing, and, you know, I look happy, and I tend to be, like, a pretty happy-go-lucky, you know, in the sense of I'd be smiling and happy, I don't like to go around and tell, but, like, behind closed doors then, you know, when I'm left with myself. Can't be happy all the time. Yeah, and I didn't know what to do mm -hmm. with that, you know, I mean, but, I suppose, like, with the benefit of counselling, I suppose, I think that's the best thing I've ever done. Yes. Because that's unlocked, that's given me freedom, freedom from from a lot of, you know, things that have obviously been buzzing in the back of my head. At least you've taken the step for it. Exactly. Big and that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and to, to be honest as well, it's like, you know, I would say that obviously the role of, of fitness in terms of mental mental health is obviously fantastic, but I suppose I ended up in a situation whereby I was using exercise, you know, more a bit further, more than a, just, a, you know, making me happy type thing. It was it was more, I suppose, going down the addiction route. Yes. Um, 
and setting off a cycle there which is not healthy either. So again, use an exercise repeatedly since I'm very, very young to kind of cope with things that, you know, emotionally I wasn't able to deal with. You know, as a, as a child I didn't, I, I never learned how to experience emotions. Like, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's been brilliant, you know. No, no, that is fantastic. Thank you very much. That's very Thank welcome. you very much. <laughs> All right. <laughs>